welcome to Madhu Einsiegler's podcast series, Improvisations on Growth. You are about to embark on the third audio journey discussing burnout. This mini-series is comprised of four podcasts, all dedicated to the apparently common topic of burnout. Maybe some aspects of burnout have been heavily addressed during the past years, and maybe some other aspects have not been explored at all. Your hostess for the series is Adina Arhire, and I invite you to listen, process, and share back. I just feel like the what you the example you gave me of someone who wants to work 10 and 12 hours a day for a long period of time, to me that, that sounded more like an exception than a... Uh, than a generalization, uh, but I understand that everybody can can if that makes that person happy is um, I'm also trying to think of um, as maybe as a like humankind how do we contribute to to the world because I cannot imagine someone who works that long that can give back to a family for example. Someone who has a family and works that long, I cannot imagine that person uh, being there for his or for her family, for example. So for me, that's already like um, like taking, you. we have 24 hours during a day. If you decide to spend half of it uh, doing something that technically is just for yourself, I cannot imagine you being able to give somewhere else in your life. So I think that's what I was trying to get at as a flag in the sense of being balanced. Okay, so maybe that's happy for, that's okay for that person, but overall, and that's why I was mentioning maybe certain guidelines as far as like, you know, how we say, what, how we talk about overall health and we have certain guidelines for cholesterol. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> giving you an example. In the same sense, maybe the majority of people do need certain guidelines as far as like uh, balancing balancing life. So I understand that each individual is different, but what you told me, to me, it sounds like an exception, not like um, like a lot of people would actually enjoy doing that. But that's just how I see it, because uh, maybe I see life in a very balanced way, like I personally like to do, um, dedicate, we have 24 hours in a day, right? So out of 16 hours, I like a third to work, a third for a family, a third for myself. I'm just throwing it out, <laughs> out there. But I understand that there, there aren't any rules and every person can, can decide for, for themselves what, what works for them. But my question was, in that specific example, uh, again, like of the implications on it. When you are a person who, like I said, for example, you have a family and you work 12 hours a day, for after a while, where where is that? It, it has to take from from somewhere. Like, it, it in my opinion, it there is an, a long-term effect of, of doing certain things excessively. But again, that's just me because I'm more of a middle, middle way person. I, I don't like extremes. So yeah, I guess it's interesting to, to listen to you uh, and see how you've probably seen so many people and situations. So, so, so what I'm hearing 
um, when, when I listen to you is that you have an idea what balance means for you. Yes, exactly. And I'm not saying that it should be for everyone. All I'm and, saying is that in certain cases, I feel like it could become a problem. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> or and, and I think a problem, but. And, and that you have already an idea what balance means for you and, and that you know, this is not what, what I assume, that, that you know that this is also not only an idea or ideal for you, but this is actually something that really gives you energy, is good for you, is good for your health. So, yeah, I don't have it figured out. You're right. <laughs> so, what you were saying earlier about everybody should understand what they need, I'm like, I think I, I think I, I've passed that phase. So yeah, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> which is brilliant, really. And and a and a lot of Maria uh, has it figured out. <laughs> I think Maria might still be searching what what's really for her because yes, I cannot the, speak for Maria. My apologies. A lot of the people, and especially when they're um, driven to accomplish, driven to perform, or just driven to help other people. As, as soon as we feel like this inner drive to whatever, um, it can be really a challenge to get in touch with myself again and have a clear, honest view upon myself to really figure out what it is that I really need and not what I think I need. So it, we are, I think we're now living in a society where we have a lot of um a lot of role models around um so there are tons of book out books out there and articles who tell us what the right thing is like i'm i'm, I'm working a lot of time with managers and leaders and there's like zillions of books out there about the right and effective and efficient leadership style and what you need to be the the seduction really that we pick an ideal and a role model and not look to what we need is just so huge. So it's so easy to look in the outside, pick a book and say, okay, this is how my work-life balance should be, or pick a book, this is how I should be as a leader, instead of really turning the attention, the light of the attention towards myself and finding out, okay, what does balance mean for me? And then really beyond, to, to be honest, and to say, okay, I really, really love my family, um, but it's it's totally fine just to see them on the weekend, and to have what what we then call quality time together, because my job is fulfilling and I get everything I need. I get in the job, and in private life sometimes it's scary. You know, there are no rules. There's relationships, and I feel insecure. Yeah. And willingness to really look who I am and what I need. Is, is the first step. So how and, do we do that? If someone comes to you and you, you're advising that person, or maybe the person is aware, like, you know what, I, I've tried this and I, I thought I, uh, I had it figured out and I knew what would make me happy and I tried it and, and I, there's still like, I still don't know myself. I don't know what I really want. How do you do that? How do you get to that? Uh, through that stage, 
are there any steps that someone can take to figure out who they really are <laughs> <laughs> who are you <laughs> Um, it's a long and winding road, really. <laughs> so the, the answer is no. <laughs> there are. <laughs> okay, I got it. Um, the, no, it, it, it really, as I mean, I've been in the business for, for more than 20 years now. And I think that the, the one thing I have learned. Is that um, there's, there's a lot that we don't know. <laughs> that, that's. That's an answer that probably is a universal. We you gotta yeah. acknowledge what you don't know. <laughs> and, and, and and usually we are a big blind spot to ourselves. Um, and whenever someone really wants to start to walk the road towards realizing and acknowledging who they really are, um, the this is I'm, I'm, I'm honored when when I'm be able to to help and, and support and and it's important that whatever wherever this person is with whatever they come this is the first step so I, I guess in, in in all the years my my, my big takeaway of learning is there is just not one fits all solution there's just not there isn't one Thank you for listening to the third podcast of Madhu Einsiedler's Improvisations on Growth podcast series dedicated to the topic of burnout. I hope our discussion has rippled through your mind and maybe answered some questions while making room for more interpretation, which I welcome you to share directly with Madhu by emailing her at madhu at einsiedler.at. You can also engage with Madhu on her social media, on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter, and read her insightful blogs hosted on her website. Don't forget to join Madhu's Facebook group Improvisations on Growth for exciting discussions that will help you grow. Thank you for listening.